0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Zia, founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. The po- This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today we're talking about how to reconnect to your core with Mina Ruchi. She is an Akashic Records reader, a meditation instructor. She loves helping people who feel stuck or uninspired by life connect with their purpose so they can cultivate clarity and contentment. After spending over a decade seeking her own purpose and finally finding it through the Akasha records, she finds great joy in bringing this magical perspective to others, helping them to find greater clarity and meaning in their own lives. Hello, welcome. Hi. thank Hi. You for- <laughs> so the first question I ask every guest is, what is your soul shared with you throughout your
1: journey? Yeah, I think one theme that has been pretty consistent is the closer you can get to your center or the more centered you can be in your deep self, the more organically and beautifully your magic will be able to flow through you. And I think that's a nice and simple way to say it's safe to be yourself. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So
0: um, how do people get back to that essential nature, that core, knowing that it is safe to be them- themselves? Like, where do they start?
1: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, an accessible, easy way to start is just having a simple daily practice, a personal practice of some kind, where you spend even just a couple minutes just sitting with yourself, connecting to yourself. And all of that is in service of getting comfortable in being in that centered space, being closer to your essence. And it's almost like practicing being in that space for a minute and then slowly growing that capacity over time. So that way you become more and more comfortable in that centered space. Um, throughout the rest of your life, if that makes sense.
0: (laughs) To totally make sense for people who don't know, like, how to start with a sacred practice, where, like, what are some sacred practices that they can start with?
1: I think simple seated quiet meditation is the oldest and easiest thing to do, as in straightforward, maybe not the easiest, but it's simple. So yeah, just sitting with no guidance with no music, with nothing, just sitting quietly with yourself is a good place to start.
0: What are yeah. some th- so what are some of those things that might come up as they begin sitting with themselves and being quiet?
1: I think that's probably the reason people don't stick to this practice is when you begin as soon as you're quiet, even for a couple minutes, all of our stuff tends to come up and It can be discouraging and people can think that they're doing it wrong. But yeah, lots of stuff can come up like, I am doing this wrong. I am bad at meditation. This is annoying. Or beyond those surface level things, it's like you can have flashbacks to painful moments in your life. Even you can start remembering things. Your mind can wander into things you're worrying about in the future, or you can remember things from your past. So I think... It's like, again, start small and be patient and grow your practice from there. When
0: people are looking for some deeper meaning or deeper understanding, right? You know, we all go within, that's the best way to do it. But, you know, there are great questions to ask and there are great resources like Akasha Records. Can you tell us a little bit about why that's such a great resource and what that is for people that don't fully Grasp that concept yet?
1: Yeah. I think the Akashic records, the reason I use that as my main modality and meditation in tandem is because when you sit in meditation, these like big things can come up and you can also have big questions come up. And the Akashic records, which are kind of like spiritual Google are a place where you can bring those questions and literally ask big existential questions and receive perspective from an expanded almost zoomed out um state. So it's nice to be able to sit with yourself, learn to deepen that capacity, and also gain clarity around some of the big questions you might have been carrying for a while. And I think the records are powerful in this space of learning how to come more deeply into your center because you can ask questions like, "What is my purpose? What are my gifts?" what are the qualities that my soul is here to experience? And how can I begin to experience those more in my reality? So it's a nice way to kind of just stay in alignment, stay centered around your intention of deepening connection to yourself. Because the whole point is to feel good. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole point,
0: everyone to feel good. So as we're sitting, we're meditating, we're upping our space a uh, sacred practice. We're looking at those big questions. We're getting some big answers. Also, what's going to happen is your patterns that are no longer serving those big answers are going to come up to be released. That's how we get back to our central nature, our core. What are some practices that you utilize to kind of rewrite those patterns?
1: I think the two; those are the two big things I do. It's working with the akashic records to illuminate those patterns, and a lot of times those patterns are linked to beliefs or things that you think are and are so convinced are true and are one way. And really, there's always a different way to look at things. So, using akashic perspective to see things in a different way that can naturally dispel those beliefs really gently, really effortlessly. And that can clean up a lot of stuff pretty quickly and help you come into your awareness more easily. And then with the meditation practice, again, it's it's about cultivating awareness. So when you're in those moments where you recognize in your life, oh, this pattern is coming up, oh, it's that same belief, now you can recognize it and you can use that deeper awareness to choose differently, to make a conscious choice.
0: And that's the whole thing, right? Making a conscious choice. I think so often, you know, we are on autopilot and I don't think people understand how much choice that's available to them. What are the ways that, what are some of the experiences that you have had in making different choices?
1: Yeah, I think, well, I used to have really severe anxiety, so I was deeply in that autopilot where the only thing that was making my choices, I didn't have to think about it, was fear. And so by learning to sit with myself in meditation and by using the Akashic Records, it was, again, first recognizing that it wasn't like my deep self making the choices, that And again, it it was recognizing that they were choices, that I did actually have a choice Mm. aside from just whatever the fear was telling me to do. So that was deeply (laughs) empowering and exciting to realize, oh, I have another path available. There's another option that I just wasn't even seeing because I was so blinded and so in the habit of going wherever the fear went. And that would look like overworking, not eating, not sleeping, because it was just a deep panic of not doing enough. So that manifested in really real and painful and harmful ways. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to recognize, hey, this is (laughs) a pattern you're repeating and that there is a way out, there's another option available, was life changing for me.
0: Yeah. And I think that's key because I think most people, when they're in that pattern, don't understand that there's, that it yeah. there is a way out, right? They just, that mm-hmm. this is it. And this is all the way it goes. Yeah. So how do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness?
1: <laughs> My website is the best place to connect with me. It's minarucci.com. And I have some Free akashic goodies there. I have a guided visualization and all kinds of fun stuff there.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Um, what what big questions are you asking yourself now?
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'm asking myself, how can I make more space for joy? And how can pleasure lead the way? So that's something I'm learning and playing with right now is building deeper trust in again what feels good. <laughs> I love that. What is the one thing you want
0: people to remember from our conversation today?
1: Mm -hmm. That it's safe to be who you are. And that's a simple, really organic way to letting your magic flow through you. Yeah, it's simple, but not always easy,
0: right? So people don't forget practice, practice, practice. I think people, you know, just want an instant fix. This is an evolutionary process, Mm -hmm. right? This is not a, a one and done kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So my last question for you is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say?
1: Well, I guess other than what I just said, (laughs) (laughs) just be who you are. Um, I might say you can trust what feels good.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you for having me. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rosia. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answer and your purpose, access your free guide at www.themissofpurpose.com. But don't forget to leave a review, share the podcast, leave a comment, but most importantly, reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now.